Hi guys, I welcome you to my podcast, Truth or Death. I'm very happy to be with you today. I hope you guys have been having a great day today. I'm excited to start this episode pretty much about how my life was going after we left my home and my father. So just before I start, as a little reminder, have you ever felt lost, confused, as if you didn't know what the purpose of you even living is for? Have you felt completely alone? Have you felt exhausted? Yes, honestly, we all have our story. And we have all felt these emotions at one point or another. And that is why I'm sharing my story. Perhaps my story will help you identify certain things in your life and vice versa. I am positive that if I heard your story, not only would I grow from it, but it would shine a light on things that I wish I could have done better. We can all learn from each other. I know that's something we can agree 100%. So let's dive in into this fun adventure for today. After leaving my father, I remember that my mother moved us with my grandmother. We lived there for a few months and shortly after those few months, I noticed my mother had to take a job and just do her best in order to provide for us. My grandmother would babysit us, and frankly, we were a little bit older, so I think we did a pretty fair job at being alone. Not that we were, but just keeping ourselves, you know, taken care of. My grandmother mostly had to take care of my two siblings, my younger ones. But I'd like to believe that my older brother and myself were in better hands with ourselves. <laughs> Funny, huh? How we think we, we got this whole thing, this whole life thing, even though, we're, even though we're so young. So she did that. She took on a job, a full-time job, and she loved it. I think she loved being independent. Um, she loved being able to to provide for her children honestly I can't imagine what it's like to be a single mom but I can imagine what it feels like to be able to support your children and give them your best and work hard that has to be very fulfilling not only for a woman but for a mother of four right kudos to my mom she was very young she was very beautiful she was talented gifted um, I mean, she still is, but from what I'm, I recall in those days, she was just a big, bright ball of sunshine. She was always happy and smiling now. Shoot, how could she not? She no longer had to deal with all the abuse that my father gave her on top of hurting us. It was very hard to process what happened and I don't think I ever stopped to process it that was just something that as a child I just had to 
go with the flow and I think that's where resilience kicked in the fact that children go through so many so many challenges sometimes and so many issues that they're not even able to process or or they're not even able to be guided through it they just kind of jump from one lifestyle to the next um so i like to think that my resilience began there but it was awesome to see my mom happy even though we were struggling it was hard staying in a place that wasn't my home um like i mentioned in my previous podcast my grandmother was cranky and just you know she was not easy to get along with but i know she loved us and i knew she she took care of us um after we moved out of my grandmother's we stayed there for a few months and then we ended up finding a new place to live we were now neighbors with my grandmother um to be honest with you I'll never understand why we moved into that home. I think my mother and my grandmother had some issues. And I think we, my mom was just desperate to get us out of there. I don't know. I'll have to ask her and tell you guys about that later. But we moved in this home that had no doors. Like, I'm not joking you. There was no doors, no windows. I think the house was either barely being built or it was already built and they didn't finish it. I don't know what the deal with that was, but it was missing the door. It was missing the windows like it just had the big holes in the walls where you place a door in in the glass window and we just moved in like that. Um, I remember being happy there with my siblings, but every time nighttime came, I could see the worry in my mom's face, that worry that she didn't really feel safe. Um, I don't know if it was because of the, the windows and the door being missing and she just felt vulnerable and as if we were in danger somehow. But I remember her picking up a huge piece of plywood and putting it across the door at night and just placing something very heavy in front of it. I think it was like a big dresser we had and she put that there. Um, As far as the windows, I think she put blankets she nailed blankets on the holes where the windows are and that's how we lived for some months um and i i just i don't know what was going on to be honest with you that she was forced to to be in a situation like that um i know that i went through some hardships there my very first um, sexual harassment experience happened there and I, I think I will have to tell you guys about that 
another in my other episode where I will just it'll be tied down to everything that I'll be talking to in regards to that but we stayed in this home for a few months after that issue happened with myself and my older brother and my mom included uh, I think she that was like her assurance that that was not a safe place and so she quickly began to search for another one Um, she found another place and we moved in there quickly we felt much more safer this place had doors and windows and locks and the whole thing Um, now we were no longer right next to my grandmother's house but we were still about five minutes uh, walking distance to my grandmother so it was slowly I'd like to say getting better somehow Uh, this home we were happy we had all of our needs met basic things Um, still very poor Um, I think from what I can recall in this home or tiny house every time I was told to sweep the floor first I needed to go grab the hose bring it in through the front door and just um, like spray all the ground because we didn't have a floor so we needed to wet the ground first gently in order for me to sweep afterwards that way the dust when I'm sweeping when I'm when I be sweeping the dust would just kind of settle and not come up like it does on dry ground and just kind of go all over our dishes and food and furniture and everything so I remember doing that um I don't know how long we stayed in this home for but I do know that very quickly we had to move again and so we my mom found a house across the street from this new little home and we ended up moving there Um, again we were alone with my mom Uh, there was some weird issues going on there Um, and we just I'll be honest with you I don't remember much about this home other than uh, sometimes when it would get dark we would be settling down and our back door was facing like the mountain uh, the back of a mountain and so there was no other homes there just trees and shrubbery but I remember that a couple of times we would be winding down and the back door would shake really loudly as if someone was trying to break in Um, I think until this day our suspicion was that it was my father trying to break in the house and maybe hurt us or something so I I never did ask my mom either Um, I don't know how long we stayed there but I know that it wasn't long either but I remember when we were living in that house my mom began dating and so she started dating one of her good friend's son 
she had this like mother type friend who was as old as my grandmother but they really loved each other like like a daughter and a mom love each other and this lady um, she had a son who lived in the US and the son was supposed to be over to visit during the summer and that's I guess him and my mom already knew each other but um, this time that he came for the summer he just happened to see my mom uh, out and about and of course he started talking to her and she started talking to him and I guess there was like a spark or something and they began dating um, and so then my mom was just I don't know she looked like she was 16 and completely blindly fully in love she was just so excited to have to just to be meeting someone new I guess and to receive all that attention that that she was getting which I'm sure she never got with my father um, so she began dating him um, al along this process something must have happened that their relationship got a little more serious and they had some agreement or something to where uh, let's call him John so John told my mom that he would move all of us to the United States um, if she agreed to marry him so blindly she said yes and she thought the world of him and so she made the decision to first move herself and my little brother my baby brother to the states um, and leave us with my grandmother uh, myself my younger sister and my older brother so that happened shortly after she began to date him and I remember being super confused I did not know what was going on um, I think I like to think that in my country parents don't really explain kids things at least not when I was growing up um, I always also heard stories from my little friends and they kind of were in the same boat as me um, growing up just with that same culture so I kind of didn't even know why we were moving back what was happening to our little family I had never been away from my mom um, I I barely knew this guy I had just seen him a few times like I don't think I was ever introduced properly to him my siblings and I um, I just knew his name and that they were dating and that suddenly they were moving far away because I had no concept of a map and I didn't or distance so I didn't know how far uh, they were going to move first you know like ahead of us for a while but things just happened anyway despite of me understanding or being told or explained or guided through the situation 
things just unfolded how they planned and I just kind of went with the flow of things of their choices and their ideas or plans or whatever you want to call them um and honestly that now looking back on that to me that's very cruel um I don't think that parents should make huge decisions that's going to change the whole family lifestyle dynamics um and not not prepare a child not tell the child and explain the child but that will be another topic for another episode (laughs) more so on parenting right so so yeah they did they they packed up they moved we stayed with my grand with my grandmother uh again not knowing what the heck was going on or what to expect or what had just happened i literally felt like somebody dumped a bucket of cold water on my face for eight long months i was so lost and i was so confused and and I, i remember crying like on a daily basis like sobbing and screaming because I missed my mom and I didn't know where she was and and nobody seemed to be able to explain me so that I could fully understand and and gain some clarity and peace so I just did that I literally did that for months on end Um, I don't think my grandmother had very much patience just because it wasn't in her personality type but I don't even remember how she treated us through this process I guess that's probably part of the trauma not being able to remember certain things and and block so many things out Um, so we waited eight long months and suddenly my mom just arrives for literally from one day to the next she just arrives with my little brother from the states um, to see us or apparently to pick us up she came back we had like the best week ever before they told us herself and John that we were going to be moving again and this time I honestly I didn't care what was happening as long as I had my mom back I was just so happy and thrilled that I was just enjoying life to the fullest again. I felt like my heart was put together again and I was just thankful. I was very grateful that I had my mom back. Um, They did tell us that, you know, like in a few days we're leaving. We will be moving somewhere really far and you're going to enjoy it and love it. You're going to learn a new language and and it's just going to be a new adventure for the whole family. And so we did that. We planned the date, we packed our bags and off we went. And that is pretty much how we decided to make our move to the United States. Um, like I said, I did not care about anything that was going on other than my mom was back with me close to me my little brother 
and I had again a, a sense of home um, togetherness and just everything that mattered for me in my little life and so we will leave this episode here for now guys just because the next one will jump into a whole nother new topic and I will be sharing with you guys my new fun adventures of how we made the big move from Mexico to the United States. I'm telling you, it's going to be better than a soap opera. It is pretty funny and interesting and scary and all the emotions mixed in it. Just how we managed to move from one country to the other. Very typical. (laughs) So I'm excited for that. Um, But I want to thank you guys for being here today and for listening to this episode. I'm so grateful grateful for you listeners. Uh, Remember that I am so new to this podcast world. And I'm positive that you will catch me making a few little mistakes here and there. But I think that... I'm okay with that because I want to give you guys my best raw self, my authentic self, and I do record these live, and so I'm not expecting perfection. I just want to give you guys my, my true story and, and hope that I can shine a light in your life and help you somehow along this journey. So thanks again so much for coming to my podcast, Truth or Death. Remember, I will be seeing you shortly and you guys have a wonderful night. Bye-bye, guys.